Welcome to Your Adventure Podcast, a motivational podcast without the screaming. A hosted, unedited conversation with guests from all walks of life, sharing their own personal journey, showing that everyone has different outlooks on life, choice of career, and that success looks different for everyone. Get ready to be inspired and be enlightened of how we all have similar journeys and thoughts. Anything is possible. This is Your Adventure Podcast, and this is Dustin Emery. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Your Adventure Podcast, and this is your host, as always, Dustin Emery. And today, I actually have a pretty awesome guest in the studio. Uh, one of my one of my coworkers from back in the day. Uh, he is now business owner of Apostle Brew Coffee in Redlands, California. Uh, for all the Inland Empire uh, locals, you definitely know that town. How you doing? How you doing, man? Ray Munez. I'm sorry, forgot yeah, to mention good. that name before. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned the business and then no name, it's no all context. Good, man. How you doing, man? It's been a while. Oh man, um, I've been good. Just busy. Um, you know, business, still working a full-time job and stuff like that, and newlywed kind of thing. And I know, congrats. Thanks, man. We were just talking about that. We, we got married uh, during the vid, um, you know, whole did, lockdown and stuff like that. you guys that. do a COVID, uh, like, wedding? How did that work exactly? We, so it was really funny when we started to get everything ready for the wedding. We had a list of, like, 300-and-something people. Yeah, I think I remember like that. everybody, you know. Well, it seems like everybody. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm not like the type of person who wants a huge wedding like that, but that was just essentially family and like close friends, like people we That's a consistently lot, just for family and close talk. I know, friends. but That's we have big lot. families. Mm, like my that makes sense. Like um, Selena, my wife, she um, <clears throat> has seven sisters. Oh wow! So yeah, or there's seven of them. So it's yeah, and yeah. then my family is huge on my mom's side, mm. and so. Um, but we had a list of like 300 something people and then everything locked down. Yeah. So we cut that list down to, I think at the actual wedding, we only had 60 people and that was, and that was just immediate family Mm. and people that needed to be there. People that need to be there. Like, (laughs) yeah, it was pretty crazy. We had like, I had three proposals planned for proposing to her oh wow and everything kept changing with covid lockdowns and stuff like that and then um our weddings we had about three different weddings planned out oh man (laughs) i mean it worked out at the end i mean we were happy um it was still a special day and i guess that's all that matters that's the most important thing is that you're happy and like you know you guys got married i don't know how long you guys have been together but yeah well um, we've been together for about five years okay yeah i i always say it's time served not a (laughs) <laughs> time served before you before you lock it. Not down. my actual sentence. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But no, we've been together for about five years, so it it took a while hmm. for, for. Well, she'll say it took a while for us to get married, but um, I I she wanted to quickly. I knew what I was doing. You oh, know, okay. I'm not one to jump into things like that, so um, it just worked out for us that way, and I'm really glad that we did because, you know, financially we were stable enough to be married to live on our own kind That's of thing. Smart. Um, and not have to stress like dude it has been the easiest first year of marriage i mean there's really nothing major that has happened financially for us and we're stable and obviously we started a business i know (laughs) man i can't wait to get more into that but i think that's smart being financially stable because it seems Mm -hmm. like 
too many people get married and they don't have like anything going for them. Yeah. And I think it it has a lot to do with our backgrounds. Mm. We we didn't want to struggle financially um, and put us put ourselves in like a, a place where it's causing heartache or division in our relationship. Yeah. So it was definitely really important for me and I know for her too, but I, you know, we, everybody's different. Everybody can do it differently, but for Mm. us, that's just what worked. And like I said, the wedding was great. We had so much fun. Um, you know, nobody got sick. That's That's good. That's a great thing. I mean, really a lot of them, we took precautions on our end Mm -hmm. to make sure that everybody was safe and, you know, because the last thing we want to do is go on our honeymoon and find out that four people got sick at our wedding. So yeah, we try to just be as safe as possible for us. You know. Well, congrats, uh, Thanks, newlywed and uh, business owner. So yeah, let's uh, let's start at the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and what did you think about doing when you were a kid compared to oh. you know realizing where you're at now? Dude, I probably had at least like five or six things. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I know I wanted to be a fireman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I wanted to be an artist. Um, I wanted to be a doctor at one point. Hmm. Um, and I think, oh, I think at one point I wanted to be, um, something to do with fashion. Like a fashion designer? Like a fashion designer. I used to draw shoes back when I was a kid. Really? I used to design shoes like, uh, cause you know, like Etnies and DCs and all that were big when, when Dang, I was younger. Etnies, I remember those. Yeah. They're like still around? DVSs. I, I think they are. Yeah. You can find them. They're usually at like those like, uh, warehouse mm. shoe places, but yeah. Um, I was really into, when I was younger, I was into skateboarding. So skateboarding shoes were like it, you know, like mm. you had to have the circus, you know, the, the Chad Muskas and stuff like that. And so, yeah. um, that's what I like. I, I wanted, I would draw and stuff like that and do stuff like that. And it, it changed with the wind, man. I don't know. I feel like sometimes I, I get into these creative, creative spurts and mm. I want to put my hand in everything. Yeah. And that's what it was as a kid. It's just, I wanted to do something you know, all these other things. And then you learn that, you know, mm. Hey, it's just not, not plausible. Maybe. Or think? it's just like, Hey, this isn't really what I want to do. And you know, everybody wants to be a teacher until they have to deal with kids. And then they realize, I don't think I ever thought about being a teacher. I, I wanted to be a teacher at one point. Really? Too. Yeah. Ooh. I wanted to be a music teacher. Oh man. I feel like that would be really hard. No. Compared to like I, normal well, studies. I, so like right now I, I give lessons uh, for okay. guitar. I have, two students right now i used to have nice. like five at one point it was just madness um i have two students right now and i teach them both bass okay um and i love it man like i mean you know one of them's an and an, one's an adult and the other one's a teenager and i've okay. taught children children mm-hmm. but i actually really enjoy it because it's like i don't know i just feel like i, I was talking to selena the other day and i was telling her it's like you know i really feel like i have this like niche to where i can teach people things hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I just have the patience for it, you know? And I think that's what it really comes down is if you have the patience to talk to someone and tell them, explain it in a way yeah. that they understand it. Cause sometimes I'll tell my students, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll be like, no. And I'm like, okay, well let's figure out what's a way that will help you understand that. Um, you got to break it down more. Yeah. I, I remember teachers like that, that were, um, like on the opposite side of that where like they knew everything, right? And they didn't understand why you couldn't know everything that they knew. Yeah, so then they yeah. kind of like took it out on you in class kind of mm-hmm. in a weird way. I, I, ah, those were the worst teachers. Yeah. And I think that like if you take the time to understand how people learn. Yeah. Because I have one student that is completely audio driven. Like mm. he can hear it and mimic it. Oh, like wow. nothing. And that's really a gift. Yeah. 
But I have another student that, puts that I, in another range. I have another student that I have to like write everything down mm. and then they memorize it and then they're done. Gotcha. You know, or they have to understand the theory behind it. And mm. then they, they do really well once they understand that. They're like, oh, well, if I would have known that, this would have been so much easier to understand. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's kind of cool that like I have to push myself to learn how to do more things like that. Mm. Um, but then it makes me better at what I'm doing because now I know how to mold something to someone to give it to them and say, Hey, you can do this. Mm -hmm. And I have now my students are, they're amazing. They're amazing bass players and Dang, that's awesome. they can, they can really get down and like, they can jump into a situation where they don't know any of the music and mm -hmm. they can figure it out. Huh. And that's, you know, that's, I had to learn all that in my journey of mm -hmm. music and stuff like that. But did, uh, is that the only instrument you play right now? No, guitar? Or you I play, play guitar. Few? Guitar is my main instrument. Uh -huh. So I've played guitar since I was 13. Oh, man. And then um, bass came a little easy with it because just the, I guess the nuts and bolts are the same for guitar and bass. If you can learn one, you can pretty What's, much learn the other. What is like the slight difference between the two? So the, the difference between the two is obviously a guitar has more strings okay. and you're holding chords. Um, so okay. the theory behind like chord formations and how those chords are used and stuff like that mm -hmm. is a big thing that I think bass players have a hard time with transitioning to. But if you know guitar, learning the bass is pretty easy because it's just simplifying. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's simplifying, I guess, quote unquote, because bass players can be like, it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's technique. and To me, it wouldn't be simple. I'd be like, what? So there's a yeah. whole like... This is this is how I say it. The drum or the the bass is following the drum. So if the drum's going, the okay. bass is boom, 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 boom. You know, and then the guitar is probably doing. Dun, I'm I'm thinking of Africa from Toto. Dun 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 dun. dun. Mm -hmm. You know, the guitar is doing a different rhythm and a different sound. But the okay. bass, I always tell my bass players, you're following the drummer. If the drummer's hitting his kick drum, you're hitting that string. That's oh, okay. essentially kind of my theory on it. I mean, there's more to it than that, but yeah, you know, I get you. So, I mean, if you learn the guitar, I think the bass is a little easier to understand. But if you learn the bass, the guitar is a little bit harder just because you're using more fingers, kind of mm. forming things a little bit differently. Um, mm. And then the rhythm patterns are a little different. But so it definitely seems like um, you know your creative side has stuck stuck with you a lot because I because I, I know you talked about the shoes too. I remember. When we worked together, I mean, you weren't designing shoes, but you were a sneakerhead, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure you still are. But Yeah, I've, I've tamed down. You did, you did a lot <laughs> at, when we worked together. Though. I remember, like, every day was, like, a new shoe. Yeah, we had, uh, like, we had or shoes. shoes were coming in with all the other orders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think that's really what I, I kind of like to narrow myself down. I, I like being creative. I like, I like art. I like music. I like cultures. I mm. like... Everything that I that I do has something to do with just being creative and something that's different. Mm. Um, you know, especially like sneakers. Like I love sneakers. Like you know, I don't think I have an awesome collection, but I, I have a I have a decent collection. Hey, you definitely have a bigger collection than me, dude. I go through like four shoes, maybe. Oh that's, man, that's, I, 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 I couldn't. It's no. like glasses. Like I have like mm. ten pairs of glasses because I can't be content with just wearing the same glasses every time. See, the only thing is I have a lot of hats. Yeah, I love hats. Same um, thing. And yeah, I love hats. I could, I could, it, all different styles, whatever. But yeah, yeah, I have a ton of hats. The first thing I told that's you when thing. I walked in, the, the I hat said, on "Hey, my head. you got that? You yeah. got that hat that is not on the website." 
I knew I wanted to wear this hat for this specific episode because I was thinking in my head because uh, I had seen you post uh, oh. the blue one, and uh, I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, "I wonder if he knows that I have a red one or burgundy, oh, or no. whatever color, I saw it and whatever I was, color." And I was like, "Man, I was like, I guarantee you, if I wear it, he's gonna say something." I, I was two seconds away when, from from texting your brother <laughs> when I saw it and be like, "What yeah, is yeah. going on, bro? Why is this not on the website?" Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to try the brown sugar one. Oh, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'll try the brown one first since I tried. It. Yeah, we'll have to explain this one. I'm, yeah. I'm for everybody. I just listening, wanted to do you a favor. I didn't want you to be like, "Oh man, to drink another." For everybody listening, uh, he uh, he brought some Apostle Brew coffee, so we'll definitely get into that in a little bit. But yeah. so now I'm just trying everything out. Yeah, I just I think like I've always been a creative mind, and I just those are the avenues. That's why I said it's always changed because I always go with what I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much, you know. Like it's kind of like my creative personality and then my actual personality that is like day-to-day functions are completely different animals. You're a different person every day. Kind of. It's not kind of like that. So like my personality of being an adult being, you know, yeah. yeah, That one's good. Yeah. That one's good. I like Boba. So yeah, that one's good. Um, Being like an adult, being myself, being, you know, like I'm very structured. Things have to, they don't have to, but I'm very flexible with like, okay, this didn't work out. Let's go to this. But mm-hmm. like, I like to prepare so that way I'm not cut off guard or stuff like that. But then there's my creative side. That's just like, ah, throw out information, see if it works, mm-hmm. you know, so it sticks. So it sticks. And, <clears> you know, and that's kind of like the cool thing about being married is like Selena is very data. Oh. She's data. And she's like that type one that like everything has to be in order, everything has to be set in place and have an understanding of it. Hmm. So that's why it's cool because I just I feel like she, I throw she, a paint at her and she, she just cleans it out. up. She cleans it up to where it needs to be hmm. where it is. But Hey, and I'm, and I think you need both sides of that going into, you know, what you're doing now with the Possible Brew with mm-hmm. the business. Like you gotta got to have the structure so your business doesn't fold. Yeah. But yeah. you but you also need that creative spark, you know, cuz e- even with these two drinks I've tried so far. Mm-hmm. Um especially especially this this purple one that we'll talk about. Um <laughs> no nobody's really selling that stuff, you know. And yeah. that 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 brings people uh attract to that, you know, compared mm-hmm. to what, you know, like we talked about before the show, you know, everyone's selling vanilla caramel, whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. the generic, you know. Uh uh that's the that's the foundation, basically, for coffee, yeah, flavor-wise. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have a like a little saying at, in the company. Well, I mean, it's just me and my wife, but we always mm-hmm. joke around with it. But hey, um, okay. we have a little saying: "It's like, keep it simple." Mm. We have this big. Yeah. Um, we have a big picture on the wall in our house that says "Keep life simple," and so that, that's kind of where we got the whole oat milk, vanilla, and um, cold brew like slogan. Mm. Just keep it simple because that's what Selena likes. She likes very. Pl- plain basic stuff i mean don't get me wrong she digs all the other drinks that we do but like her go-to is just like the vanilla gotcha you know but even with our vanilla we try to amp it up to something special something yeah i get what you mean well since we are talking about coffee let's let's talk about apostle brew because um so like i said before the show i saw your first post for apostle brew and it said february 12th we're now in september reaching Mm -hmm. the end so that's was that eight months Maybe something like something that. Something like yeah. that. I'm bad at math. Yeah, I, I know. I so am I. Honestly, like uh, if I didn't have my brother with all the counting stuff, I w- I'd be lost. But, um, 
But yeah, February 12th to like seeing your growth now, like I'm pretty impressed, dude. Cause like, I remember when you first came uh, to work, when we worked together that, you know, you just had like a few bottles, you were like kind of mm. milling around with the idea, Yeah. but you guys have really taken off. I mean, now that I see a lot of your posts um, about, um, you know, pop-ups and all that. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um. So let's start with like the idea. Like what was the first thought of starting so, this, especially cold brew? You know, the funny thing is, is. A, kind of a backstory to my coffee addiction. That's fine. We can is, go back. Is I actually did not like coffee. Really? Yeah, that's wow. really funny. I, I would say maybe I would say seven or eight years before. Really? Wow. Now, um, I, I was I I really dig tea, mm. and coffee was always like Ugh, you know, but it was I found out that I was actually just drinking really bad coffee. <laughs> Oh. So that was something that I that I realized, mm. and so um, you know I've drank Starbucks and stuff like that, and yeah, and Starbucks is 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 like McDonald's now. If you don't much. know any better, yeah. Oh, if you don't know any better, it tastes amazing. You think it's amazing? Yeah, it's the best coffee. And in the I was world. like, I don't know. I was like, every time I drink it, it just tastes like it tastes like coffee. Like it just no, tastes normal. It doesn't even to taste me. like coffee. Really? It tastes like you know what the the closest thing I can think Starbucks coffee tastes is like burnt sunflowers. Seeds. That's funny that okay, so the sunflower thing I haven't heard that but burnt is something mm. I hear all the time yeah. from people especially so, when I try to talk about like not you know, to, I mean not coffee. to knock Starbucks but I understand we can knock them okay <laughs> we can knock them it's okay so we're gonna, they're gonna go be, they're gonna be fine they got what, like a million stores nation hit them <laughs> yeah so the deal is is that they roast their beans at a consistent temperature every time so they make sure that every taste coffee tastes the same. The same. Hmm. Anytime you go to a store, so it's like the McDonald's factor. Every yeah. time you go to a McDonald's, it tastes like what McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, so Starbucks does that with their coffee. Every time you go to Starbucks, you have to, so in order. And your brother can tell you the whole science behind this, mm. but in order to get that consistency, it's impossible. Mm. Your brother can brew or roast a batch for us, yeah, and it tastes the same this month. But the next month he does it, it's completely different mm-hmm. because a the bees the beans climates have changed. I mean, you're going to get similar that's, notes, but that's they're, so crazy to think they're about. not going to taste exactly the same. So anyways, mm. I'm going on a rabbit hole yeah. here. but It's, it's okay. But, that's what a podcast all so about. So I didn't like coffee until I started drinking good coffee. And I started off with the lattes. You know, mm. like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not going to knock it. You know, if you drink a vanilla I, I like latte. like lattes. They're you know good. what I mean? Like, yeah. I started off with that. But now, like, I just learned to just try, 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 and just keep trying coffee. And then mm. now I'm like, I could drink it black and I'm like, this is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. like a straight black cup of coffee or, or cold brew. And I'm like, oh, I taste everything in this, you know. So it's gen- it's been a whole love for that. So that was kind of our, we just enjoyed coffee. And then mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, like, wh- what do I want to do? You know, what I know I want to do something. And I, I guess somebody told me something one time, uh, kind of like a mentor of mine. He said, mm-hmm. you know, w- what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, I just want to have time to do all the things that I want to do. There's a, there's a laundry list of things that I, I want to accomplish in my life and, mm-hmm. and get a hold of. And, and I don't have the time for it. And he's like, well, and he goes, why don't you start a business? And I said, well, I, yeah, he's like, well, he's like, let me tell you this. <laughs> if you start a business, you're never going to have more time. Yeah. You're only going to have so much time in your day. Mm-hmm. He goes, you're going to have time 
more time to do what you want to do with your day. You have more control over over it compared to exactly. yeah the nine to five. The work job. is still there. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like if not more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. There is. Uh, we'll have to tell you about one of our weeks. It was just yeah. insane. But you know, you don't have more time. I, I will guarantee you that. Like, mm. but um, he said, you know, you'll have the time. You'll be able to audit the time the way you want to audit, and you're not controlled by your nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm so lucky to have a nine to five job you know we'll help support the business though in the beginning it's too many people quit their job it's a lot less stress yeah you know it's more work and there's a little bit more restrictions for us but you know luckily i'm monday this is just right now though yeah you know and that's that's the thing i think i'm constant right now i'm kind of balancing with Mm -hmm. is when do i pull that plug yeah but i don't know when I, I don't have the answer for it, and I think it'll just come naturally. I think other you'll, business you'll owners it. will know they because they know when they did it. Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. you, like you said, there's people that just quit their job and start a business, and, and then they, it tanks. Yeah, and then now you're left in a predicament where you can't pay your rent. And I'm sorry, like that's just not me. I gotta, I gotta. It's, it's dumb. I don't know why people do that. I, I think media and just some people it. it pans out for them. Yeah, but that's a gamble that I'm not willing to take, especially with the family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got to pay the rent. I got a place. I need a place to live. So Mm -hmm. we're starting slow. We kind of went in the model of, remember, you've been to Cheesewalla? Yeah. Yeah. We kind of went in that model. Uh, What do you mean that model? Cheesewalla is. Because they don't sell coffee. so No, they don't. But they're a grilled cheese place in Redlands, Mm -hmm. downtown Redlands. And they have an amazing amazing storefront. Yeah. They are super creative with their menu. Mm -hmm. You know, but little do many people know is that. They started off at Market Night. I remember seeing them for the first time there. They but, were um, they would set up at Market Night, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and he invested into a booth. And every Thursday he would sell until he sold out. Yeah, that was his every Thursday thing. He would go and they'd have their menu that it was similar to what they have now, just a little bit more kind of narrowed down. Mm-hmm. But he started off that he built enough capital until he had enough money to open a storefront, and he got a great storefront. He really does. I like, love that little alleyway. That alleyway, like it is, and it's downtown Redlands. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a perfect vibe. Yeah, for that and, place. and they just purchased a storefront next to them, which is the old bakery place. They're doing. They're expanding they're or expanding. second location. Oh wow, that's awesome! I didn't hear. I didn't know yeah. about that. I think they have their uh, liquor license now, so they can serve. I alcohol. did hear that. So that's, that's why he purchased that. So that way, people. It's like, but that I, model is so, you know, like I get you. He started small, and mm-hmm. he didn't. Oh, he didn't overextend. Take, take more than what he could, and you know, could handle. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what we're doing. It's just a smaller scale, just going a little slower with it, but it's steady. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we have a bad week at Apostle Rue, it's not that big of a deal. It's not paying my bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? it's not so, your lifeline. So I wanted to do something. I I just I was like I was telling my wife I was like you know I love coffee. We weren't even married at this time mm-hmm. i was like i love coffee and i was like i want to do something with this I, I like creating drinks i like making lattes i like making cold brew and like making coffee and seeing all these different ways and so i was like okay maybe i can do something with this mm. and so we had planned on doing pop-ups like a little pop-up like just making french press coffee or something like that something real simple because we didn't have the we don't have the equipment mm. um we weren't doing cold brew at the time. Yeah, I think I remember. Uh, I think you did like a small pop up at at Nick's place, right? Uh, no, it was in the beginning? way before. Way before that, this was 2019. Oh, 2019. Okay, this so the beginning we're, of 2019. So, so we before I had bought AirPods, I had bought 
buckets. I had bought everything I need to make coffee, mm. like out of pot, like hot coffee and stuff like that. Okay. And this was in February. Okay. Two, uh, 2019. Uh, 2019. Okay. And so we got everything. And then right at March, I had my first event lined up. And I think it was March 19th. I'm a little fuzzy on the things. Mm. I had bought all, all my equipment got in. I was ready. Only thing I had to do is call your brother up and order some beans through him. Gotcha. Okay. The week I was going to order beans. I know this is going, but yeah. Everything shut down. Yeah. yeah. Everything. So I was stuck with, with this investment this that I made and just I couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. I still haven't used these AirPods to this day. <laughs> I mean, save them for a rainy day, I guess. You never you know. No, you know, going forward, there. who knows? Yeah. yeah. So we had, I had the dream of doing this, oh. of making coffee for people, and it just got squished. <laughs> Boom. That's it. It's dead. Hmm. And so I was like, I don't know what to do. I told Selena, I was like, I, I, that's it. We're done. Hmm. You know, she's like, well, just wait. You know, this will blow over and let's see what, what can happen. You know, like, it's not over till it's over. Yeah. You know, she's like, you haven't really technically started it. So just kind of think about it. Very true. So I was just, man, I want to do this. I want to open up a coffee shop. I want to do all this stuff. You're antsy. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. Yeah. You know, and then, so we were trying to think of different ways. And then I was like, I, at this time we were working together mm-hmm. and our shift started at 5 a.m. Yeah. And bro. Don't miss those. That's it's rough getting up at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, to get to work at five. I know how you feel. And I remember. Yeah, we're different. We're a little different positions. I had to open yeah. up the building. I couldn't be late. No, I know. So you know. Yeah. It was just like Still early so. Though. I started making cold brew coffee. Mm. I actually got it from one of our uh, one of my buddies, uh, Adam Valdez. Okay. He, yeah, yeah. He kind of taught me, and then your brother told me his, and I kind of just mixed in what I what I thought would be good for me. What would work? Um, I. I have had cold brew before, and every time I had cold brew at a coffee shop, it's usually very mild. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a strong coffee taste to it. Almost feels very. Um, I don't want to say watery because I don't want to down anybody's cold brew. I think mm-hmm. that there's a place for what they make. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, you know, I like strong coffee taste. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. And so I played with the ratios around for just the home. And then I found one that was like, oh, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. This is very strong coffee, you know, coffee taste. But I still taste the talk, you know, the great coffee because we would use Amend and Revise. Mm -hmm. You know, that was probably one of our first connections. Oh, yeah. I remember remember when you guys connected for the first time on Mm -hmm. a product. I was like, oh, dude, this is cool. Yeah. And your brother probably has been vital I would say even to the lifeline of Apostle Brew. Like mm. we like Nick and your Nick and Ashley are we hold them in the highest regards as oh, far as people oh, like, I like that. I mean, you all you guys, your family and stuff like that, you guys have been so helpful for us and um your mom's like our number one cheerleader <laughs> on social media. <laughs> I know. She she's always telling me that she's like she even does it with like a lot of my friends too. She'll like comment on their stuff, like yeah. their life or whatever, like, oh great job, blah blah. Yeah. And my friends will text me and they're like, You know your mom like is always like in my comment section, like, you know, <laughs> saying stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I know. I was yeah. like, trust me, I was like, that's just a personality, she's just like happy for you. No, yeah. She's religious, you know, praying for you. So I was like, Yeah. It's, it's gonna happen. No, like, we appreciate it. Yeah, I was tell- I remember I walked with hey, I know this is kind of weird but is your mom on instagram yeah 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 i was like what's her handle yeah yeah Wait, uh, 
What is it? Nana's like best sandwiches, sandwiches or something. Like so Which is the funniest name too, because it's like you see this random big name about yeah. sandwiches, and they're like this big supporter. Yeah, <laughs> she she does that even with the show. When I post stuff, she'll like throw stuff a comment on there. I'm mm. like, I'm like, you know, you can just like text me, right? Nah, like in she's person. keeping your algorithm up, bro. That's what I, I, it is. yeah, I guess so. I just find it funny. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, I get what you mean though. So you know, we were already <clears> and so. We finally got it down, and I was just drinking that for work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I don't want to get up at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. and start grinding beans, getting the espresso machine going, or getting the, you know, heating up water. It's just. That's one thing that I told my brother that I love about your product, mm-hmm. and why I also love that he's going down like this cold brew avenue yeah. and bottling it because the. Um, because the convenience is there, mm-hmm. you know, because like you said, like, I don't want to like wait and brew a cup of coffee or a, yeah. a pot, like whatever, like a bottle is so much easier. It's all mm-hmm. pre-mixed, ready to go. I can just bounce. Yeah. Like, I love that. And that's why we kind of went with this route is we were doing this at home. It's just mm-hmm. making this. And so we use the ratio that we use our, our it's concentrate. Mm-hmm. So it's not uh, your typical ratio for cold brew is usually one to 16, one to 12. What does that mean? Uh, when, for when every 16? gram of coffee, you do 12 grams of water. Okay. Okay. So um, we brew at a one to eight, which mm. is stronger. So it's more, you know. You get a bigger kick. Yeah, you get a lot. So you only have to use a little bit. So with our actual bottles, we designed it to for it's supposed to last a week. So okay. we say we, you essentially can get about six, five to six bottle or cups of coffee with it. Mm. And then the next week when we do another batch... You just get another one. You just get another one. Um, so that's kind of the way, like, that's just the way we like our coffee. I like it strong. Mm. And you can dilute it and drink it regular, like at a 1 to 16, mm. if you wanted to. But, you know. But you, they do that, like, You can do that own. with anything with this. But yeah. we were never finding, we could never find cold brew coffee that was in this. A range? Of this range of, like, the strength and, you know, how strong it was. Mm. Um, so we, we just kept we were doing this on i would make this for at the house mm. and i would drink this to go to work and it was perfect because i was dying like at three o'clock yeah. in the morning and just especially when you go to bed at like 12 or one yeah you gotta get up and go to work the next day mm. so that's why i just started drinking this and i had the idea and i was telling selena i was like well why don't i start why don't i start um selling cold brew and I kind of played with the idea, asked a few friends. I was like, would you buy this? Like, would this be? I remember asking people at work, would you would you buy cold brew coffee? Mm. You know, I didn't know how big the market was for it. I, I see it at the grocery store, but I didn't think anything of it. I mean, I remember when I first saw it, at, at, yeah, I think I was at a Starbucks and I was like, cold brew. I was like, what the hell is this? And then, mm. But I think ever since then, which that was probably years ago, it, it definitely took off. Like, yeah. I think almost every coffee shop offers cold brew of so some sort. It's kind of crazy the way that cold brew actually started in among coffee shops. And you got a story have, for that? I do have a story for okay. that. I have a story for I, I didn't know there was a, a story behind it. So, it's not like how it actually originated and <clears throat> stuff like that. But um, cold brew coffee generally was like, okay, coffee shops had all these grinds mm-hmm. that were left over. And so, they would just grab these coffee grinds that they couldn't use for anything else mm. put them in a bucket pour water in it let it steep for however long mm. so average time is anywhere between 12 to 24 hours we do oh. 24 hours on ours um and so they would do that and then just pour it out filter it out 
and then serve it as cold brew, and it's just something quick and just a lot of you know really strong. I guess that makes sense. It's just like all right, let's find something to do with like the scraps, the scraps, you know, yeah. like waste, no waste. Yeah, and I think that's the origin of it. That's the way it has, and that's why cold brew always sometimes has a bad name. Oh. Among coffee drinkers, like if you're like not a coffee drinker now, like, like coffee back then, snob, you think? I maybe? would say if you said, "Oh, I'm drinking cold brew," back about 15 oh, years ago, people were like, like "Ooh, you know, mm. you're drinking that," you know. Now it's probably more like oh, now you're drinking cold brew. Well, like, so there's been a big thing where just people have just been crafting it. It's you a know, shift they're trying, change. They're trying to craft this this drink now that was known as like the grimy stuff at the coffee shop and now it's the great stuff at the coffee shop, you know? And so that's definitely kind of like the avenue we went with it. And so I was telling, you know, I was saying, okay, I want to try and see if I can bottle this because it's easy, especially Mm. with everything was at that time, everything was shut down. Yeah. So it was like, how do I get coffee without, because I can't do an event. Mm -hmm. How do you get coffee out there? How do I get my love for coffee out to people when I can't hold an event because everything's shut down, Mm. you know? And so we just decided, okay, let's start bottling it. And it probably took us about three months to to uh, put out the first order to, to even announce the first order. Oh, okay. Because we wanted to make sure that this was um, like good. Hmm. Um, I didn't have a fancy word for it. Just I wanted to. Be you didn't good. want to put out something bad and like put your name behind it, kind of. Cause that's then, that's my thing. Yeah, because because if you put out something bad in the beginning, like how do you bring people back? Because mm-hmm. if they have like a bad reaction to it, like that's oh, not that great. Yeah, it might be nice and just be like, uh, like, you know, yeah, I'm just not interested anymore. So yeah. we took like we took three months and we were just. <clears throat> I remember bringing some to work. Try this mm-hmm. out. Tell me what you think about it. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about this? Like, I want honest feedback from people. Mm-hmm. And if someone was to say, "Hey, this is crap," yeah, I would have took it. You know, yeah. like I can't be mad at it. I was like, okay, someone doesn't like it. You know, and we just kept putting it out there just saying okay try this try this and mm. we'd send people bottles just try it like just let us know what your feedback is on this and that was really our thing like i wanted to make sure that whatever i put my name behind yeah was going to be quality mm-hmm. and i didn't want to you know i didn't want to you know pull back on anything or anything on the quality of the beans or anything like that and so i just wanted to make sure so we took that time to make sure that it was quality before we even released it and that speaks a lot before a person even tries the product like mm-hmm. if there's already like a good following behind it and people you know might tell someone else who's never had it, like it's quality mm-hmm. like that puts those people i think in the door yeah you know compared to like if someone doesn't have you know something they don't really know what to say about it you know it's like whatever but quality mm-hmm. that, that's huge especially nowadays i think yeah and i think that was like <clears throat> our biggest drive and then once we got it it was like okay Mm-hmm. I think enough people. It wasn't anything. We we knew we liked it, but that doesn't mean anything. Oh no, not in not in the selling market. Yeah, no. you know, it's like, like I know. Yeah, yeah. I I like certain things, but it just doesn't mean that everybody else likes it. So yeah. I was like, once we knew that everybody was feeling it, we we're like, okay, let's start doing this. We started ordering bottles, and like I think it's funny. Even the bottles that we have are. I was gonna say, I'm curious, why this bottle choice. Because so, I've never seen them like that before. We were looking around at bottles, and it came down to a few things. It's kind of funny. Okay. One was price. Y- yeah. I mean, so hey, there's nothing wrong with that. The I fancy get bottles, glass bottles are like a dollar or something. You were going to do glass? We were. Wow. But it's expensive. Yeah. And 
I don't know. I was just kind of looking around on the on the few websites trying to find bottles. I'm still like in a bottle thing. Like I'm trying to find better bottles. But you want to change them? I don't know. I th- I don't know if I want to change it or if I want to try and source it to where I can get it cheaper. Because it's just that's it's a killer in, mm. in our business model. Um, but I like the bottles and I, I think they were creative. I was like, oh, this is a milk. They're essentially just milk bottles. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Cause, and I think the style is now like more permanent. People like see that bottle like this is a possible brew. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So even if you did source it to like find a cheaper maybe version of this. Yeah. You know, like I think, yeah, this is like, this is your image now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So yeah. people see it and they're like, oh, okay. Well, so if you was, changed it, it'd be like, oh. It's like, one of what? those things that kind of birthed out of necessity. It's like, okay, well, I, okay. I dig the bottle. I was like, it's yeah. cool. Like nobody has a bottle like this. No. And so we we looked at this company that had them and we were like, okay, well, let's try them out. I, I took a picture of it and I Photoshopped the logo on mm-hmm. it. And the logo was actually, I created the logo on that. And it was just an idea. And I think... This is, it's kind of cool because it's, it was birthed out of our wedding. I was going to say, now Apostle Brew, like where did that name come from? So the name Apostle Brew is, if you look up the name Apostle, Apostle mm-hmm. somebody who, um, it doesn't even have to team in the terms of biblical times, but yeah. it's, so it's kind of like a faith-based thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so an Apostle is someone who goes out and spreads the yeah. message. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, what do, what are we going to call this company? I don't, I don't know. I was like... I think we had a few different names at one point. I was working with somebody else and we had a different name Mm. and I ended up not doing a partnership with people. Um, not because they were bad or anything. It just, I just wanted my own thing. I I think visions were different. Yeah. And so, um, I was like, well, what am I? Who am I? You know, kind of thinking back of like, what do I want this to interpret? Mm. You know? And so, you know, I, I'm a spiritual person. I, I, I feel, and you know, we don't ever, apostle group doesn't ever try to impose that on people. Yeah. I just kind of want to make that clear, but this is what we, you this know, is what you went with. This is what we believe in, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, well I want to be an apostle. I want to be someone who spreads the message. Mm-hmm. And so with this, I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool if we were apostle brew. Spreading, spreading coffee. Spreading coffee. There you go. And kind of like what we talked about a little bit earlier, we can mm. dive into that a little later, but we want to share our experiences with coffee. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, that's an apostle. You know, that's somebody who's going out and spreading a message. Mm. And so we're like, okay, so we were going to call it Apostle Coffee. And then we realized that there was a company already called Apostle Coffee. So Oh, really? Wow. And But they're a roaster. Uh, and okay. I was like, and that was the thing. I was like, I don't want anything to do with roasting coffee. I told your brother, I was like, dude, I don't want to touch a roaster. I don't want to be by a roaster. Really? I was like, I, it's just not a thing that I'm into. Mm. And I don't want that investment if I'm not into it. Yeah. And so I said, I just want to. So our business model is that we source beans from different roasters. Every month is a different roaster. And every week is a different roast from that roaster. Mm-hmm. So we actually partner with roasters <clears throat> to promote them to give them more business because we say hey if you like this week's or this month's batch jump on their website mm. and buy their beans directly that's nice and then that's even also good support. In the, and also in the way like when your brother came out with this cold brew mm-hmm. he was like i was like hey man do you like do you want me to wait a month and we'll go back to you he's like no 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 you're cool mm. and then he was you know, he had the same thing he's like i'm gonna do cold brew but i don't want you i was like no dude like it's great yeah and as soon as he <laughs> started selling his cold brew 
we started posting about it. Hey, go jump on if you missed if you're missing amend and revise cold brew and we're not doing it this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, jump on their site right now and buy some. And you're like, we totally want to keep that that relationship with our roasters. Is like there's That's room huge. there's room for everybody mm-hmm. and everybody can succeed and everybody can you know prosper you know prosper have a little bit of peace peace of everybody gets a piece pretty much yeah you know and we we're not like trying to like oh like we don't want to do this you know that was our thing like okay these roasters are doing their job of creating this these these beans these coffee beans with their creativity and all the work that goes into it i was like i can't i can't mimic that i was Mm -hmm. like i just want to source it from them and i know they do a great job and every roaster that we worked with has been helpful has been amazing like they create art in Mm. my mind and the stuff that they give us your brother um uh, lucid roasters um 180 roasters they all have just been working with us and just honing in their craft and just giving us just pure gold like i get that's the thing about coffee right now is just like i try some something new and i'm like oh this is amazing (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and that's what that's what i love because somebody asked me they're like you know, does it feel like work now? Mm. Like with coffee? That's a million dollar question, right? And I said, sometimes it does. I said, you know, when we're up at 11 o'clock at night grinding beans and mm-hmm. getting everything ready for the batch or bottling coffee, you know, and I have to go to work the next day. I was like, sometimes it feels like work. Yeah. I go, but there's still that taste and that creation that there's we're There's a doing, passion behind it. That we're like, ooh, this is good. Mm. I like this. Like this morning, we we had to chase a little bit of the ube mm. to make sure it was mixed right. For this bottle? Yeah. Oh, so okay. I like, that's why the seal was broke because I oh. cracked it open just to pour a little bit. And <clears throat> okay. I was like, oh, I should have tasted it before I poured it. Oh, it tastes great. But, and I, so I poured a little in the cup and I took a sip. I was like, I was like, I think it's good. And I gave it to Selena. And she goes, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> nice. I was like, so there's still that love for like, oh yeah, that's good. Mm. You know, but it, it feels like work sometimes, but it, it's work, you know. I think that's like the biggest thing some people don't realize, like with businesses, like um it sounds good, right? It sounds great. Um people, you know, probably look at you like, Oh, like, oh man, it's so cool this person started a business but they always forget about like the nitty gritty stuff behind the scenes. You yeah, know? and like and um <clears throat> even with your nine to five job, you know, you're you're taking time, you know, outside of that to do this, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that's a struggle in itself, you know. Yeah. Um, so it it can't be easy. Um, what was, what do you think was like, I guess besides maybe like the startup, cause you, you know, since everything, it's funny how you kind of came for a circle, like their idea in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, about just serving coffee got squashed cause of COVID and then this came out of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't want to say lucky cause I don't like using that word in businesses cause people just use it too often yeah. and I hate it, but, um, I can't find the right word, but it's just, it's awesome that mm. this has come out of that, like out of a, maybe a frustration or a struggle in, in a way. Yeah. It was kind of like a, almost <clears throat> like a, okay, well we adapted to the Yeah. The that's a better word. Thank you. Adapted. And it just worked out. I don't know. I, I wouldn't, you know, who knows what Apostle Brew would have looked like if we did it the other with way. that pop up. Yeah. Um, it probably wouldn't have never birthed this. I don't know. I guess, you know, COVID. To what if you never know? Yeah, you know, COVID probably had its positives out of it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it just worked out that way for us. Now, so um, 
uh, you did touch on it earlier a little bit. You said that you kind of want to tell, um, you know, like spread a spread a story, spread a message. Yeah. So your ideas behind your coffee, um, you know, come from your life basically, and like you trying out different cultures, yeah. uh, foods, experiences, mm-hmm. and um, just with these two drinks that are mixed, mm-hmm. you know. The the one I want to talk about the most is this this purple drink, and you're gonna have to say the name for me because yeah. I I can't say it. I know it's a yam, but yeah. I, I don't remember. I can't say the word. So this one right here that you're drinking is purple rain ube. Okay. So ube is a purple yam. It's really big in Filipino, uh, Asian cultures, things like that. Um, and you know, with the name, mm. we want to share things. We want to share our love for it and. The things that we love are cultures, are are mm. experiences. Like a, a, an amazing Friday or Saturday night for us mm. is driving out on the 10 and hitting up West Covina, going to Oh My Pan, which is a little Asian bakery in Rosemead, or going to our favorite ramen place, which is right down the street, Shinsengumi. Ooh, and sounds good. Ramen. We've created a cool relationship with them because we yeah. send them coffee oh, all that's the time cool. and so they love us when they come over because we always have bottles for them Thanks. um but that's like that or we drive all the way down go down to you know uh echo park or boil heights and things like that and taco spots and stuff like that and so we're all about just diving into cultures and diving into things that we love like mm-hmm. You know, that's just California, man. Like, there is everything. There's a lot. Like, you know, Monday could be Indian food. Tuesday can be Mexican. Mm. You know, Thursday or Wednesday. Um, Wednesday is Thai. You know what I mean? So, like, there's all these different things that we have experienced and the people that we've met. Mm. And they share their culture with us. And so, these are things that we love. Mm. So, the drinks that we have created... Um, because, you know, the concentrate's the concentrate. Like, this mm-hmm. is great, and I think this is for people at home. Um, they drink, you know, they make their own coffee, essentially. Yeah, they're just mixing your coffee with whatever when, they feel yeah. like their style. And I knew when we were going to do a coffee shop or pop-ups, mm. I wanted to express our love for cultures and our love for things of the world, you know. Um, and ube has been the thing that, like, when we go to, you know, West Covina or Fullerton or anything, we go to the boba shops, mm. you know, and they have taro, they have ube, they have all these things that people have never tried. Mm. And it's like, oh, <clears throat> let me try this. You know, like someone said taro. I was like, ooh, what's taro? And they're like, oh, it's a, it, taro's another, it's the same thing as a, as a ube. It's a yam. It's different. It's just a different name for it. Mm. A little bit, yeah, different. Not flavors, kind of similar. Anyways. Okay. But I was like, okay, let me try this. And I was like, this is like, essentially, like, if you just try taro milk tea, mm. it tastes like cereal milk. Oh, cereal that's, milk? That's like, it, after the cereal's gone? Yeah. Like, what's left? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good flavor, yeah. too. So then I was like, oh, this is amazing. I so like then that. We go home. I jump on Amazon. I try and see if I can find taro flavor or ube flavor. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I grab it. And I start trying to make it at home and just get creative with it. And so we're sharing our, our experiences in all these cultures and the things that we love. And so whenever we do a pop-up, the drinks are essentially drinks that we are trying to share with you our experiences. So we mm. have this uh, Purple Rain Ube. 
I love the name too, Purple Rain. Yeah, it just uh, makes me laugh. That's uh, that's yeah. my little prince. Uh, my yeah. little prince. I know. I love it. Infatuation there. That's what I immediately thought of when you said I was like Purple Rain. I was yeah. Like, yeah, everybody, everybody should know that. To be honest with you, but yeah, yeah, I'm the, the guy with the purple bike that that yeah. has prints all over it. You know, yeah, yeah. And then the other one that you have is the Boba Shop special. <clears throat> so it's just um, that one's a brown sugar lot or brown sugar latte mm. but when we do it a pop-up we actually add bro- boba pearls to it man you don't see that really in, in coffee, no. coffee i've shops. only seen one other coffee shop do it and they are killing it that would it. be i mean i know it's in a bottle so you, and i know you said you can't do boba in a bottle a bottle like that so i understand yeah but that would be great with boba yeah so these are new the pre-mixed bottles are we're going to be pushing those out hopefully in the next month or two um yeah because i remember you only had just like the normal straight coffee just straight coffee the the pre-mixed bottles are going to be smaller the um, it's going to be a different bottle those are prices uh no because we want to if i did a 32 ounce mm-hmm. i think that it's just too much and so you can't just grab it and go gotcha this we're doing 16 ounce bottles so mm. you can grab and go so you can buy as many as you need for for the you know, week for the week or a couple days or a trip and then you just have them you can drink them i think that's a little bit more convenient and yeah i mean i i mean for 30, me for me i love coffee i would take a big bottle I but 30, i know for some people i yeah this I, is, I get you i don't know 32 ounces i, I can drink coffee i yeah. can slam coffee yeah but this is i think 32 ounces of a latte is a lot of latte yeah i, I guess i could agree with that because it definitely has more flavor sugar etc yeah know, so i guess yeah but the coffee's still like mm. you're gonna feel it it's oh, still yeah. strong you know? I'm pretty awake right now. So <laughs> it was a long night, but yeah, I'm pretty awake right now. So we started doing like we do these ones that are pop ups, and the, so that's our expression of just the things that we love. Um, we're working into getting those pre mixed bottles. Mm. They're going to be pickup only, just because it's perishable. Mm. Um, another cool thing is is you probably didn't even notice it. We use oat milk in those. Actually, no, I can't even taste it. Yeah, because I know sometimes when I do go to coffee shops, that's mm. all I taste. Because usually I do get oat milk in mm. my coffee. I I don't know how, but like I definitely strayed away from just like straight milk in my coffee. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you've experienced that, but like, yeah, some coffee shops, I'll get a coffee. And I say oat milk, and then that's all I taste. Yeah, I don't taste yeah. any of the coffee. It's, I just it taste oat down milk, to so the I'm ratio. Like, well, shit. Yeah, it comes down to the ratio, really, with people or the way they're mixing the drinks. I mean, I couldn't tell. We honestly. measured these. Um, yeah, so the deal is is that we're, we're not vegan. Mm. Hey, <laughs> you hey. know, if you are, it's great. But yeah. the, the thing is, is that I'm lactose intolerant. I, th- I think I do remember that from yeah. when we worked together. So yeah. I can't drink milk, so <laughs> I use oat milk. So I had the idea. I was like, well, if we're going to do drinks, why don't we just do oat milk? Because nobody ever notices the difference when we make them. Mm. You know? And I can tell you what, if you ask people what we use, they probably just say regular milk. But Honestly, before you told me that, I didn't realize there was yeah. oat milk in it. Yeah. I, so, I, I was like, and mm. that was another thing. We try to find oat milks that are just like the best, mm. you know. So currently, we're using Oatly, just because that's the best one that we've. Oatly, Oatly. I think I've heard of that. It's one. kind of a blue. <clears throat> they started carrying it in the markets now, mm. um, but it's just because a we don't have to ever worry about anybody not being able to drink our coffee. Yeah, because if they're vegan or dietary restrictions. Um, so and it's adapting to the times. Yeah, and I mean everybody. And then the second thing is nobody ever knows. Mm. Nobody could tell the difference. <clears throat> if it's great, it's great. It doesn't matter if it's regular milk or oat milk. Yeah, they're gonna love it. And so, and then plus it, the shelf life is better too. 
Like oh really? Yeah. So these should last about. I would say the we've tested it longer than a week. Hmm. But the recommendation. I would recommend it about yeah. a week just to kill those off. Makes sense. Our regular cold brew, we say two weeks at the freshest, but it probably could last. We've tried it after a month and it's still. Because the flavor changes the more time it sits, right? And not always in a yeah good yeah. way. <laughs> the say. flavor changes. And I think after a month, it starts losing the notes. Hmm. You know, I think but two, weeks, two weeks is like top notch stuff i think Mm. after that it starts kind of diminishing a little bit but it's not like it's bad Mm. you know what do you think is like the the hardest thing in running this business like what's one of the struggles that (sighs) that people would would need to know for doing something like this i think it's just figuring out how to continually um get new customers Mm. because we have uh a solid base of customers mm. but they don't order every week yeah and that's just their needs you know mm. you gotta it's not my fault yeah it's not the customer's fault mm. you just got to learn to adapt to that and so i always see it and i kind of got this from when we worked together um we learned this <clears throat> is that you always continually try to grow your business at all times yeah you want to continually open up your following to cut people who buy from you because they're not always going to buy from you. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you have 200 or let's look at our Instagram right now. We have probably somewhere around like 600 followers. That's pretty good growth for being not open for that long. That's yeah. good growth. Thanks. It is. We've just been working really hard on just connecting with people and trying <clears> to, you know, <throat> mm-hmm. and so we have to continue. We continually try to increase that because I know only, five percent are going to pay buy from us mm. so you have to cre- create a bigger following so that five percent is like even bigger yeah, yeah like it makes so sense. that's what that's our model on trying to grow that and i mean mm. the percentage is off i'm just using that as an example i get you um but i think that's the hardest part for me is just trying to get consistent growth mm. and consistent customer base because I have people that buy every week and then I have people that buy every other week and I have mm. people that buy once a month. And so if that's the model that I'm sticking with with just those people, we're never going to grow. Yeah. Never yeah. get bigger. I yeah. get you. And so that's why we do pop-ups and the pop-ups have been every time you're, I was talking to your brother about it yesterday. <clears> He's <throat> asking how the pop-ups have been. And I was like, Oh, like every time we do want to get gross. Nice. We get more people at our pop-ups. We get, more following from our pop-ups and those are great i I wish we had more time to do them Mm. that's just the downfall of having a job and i guess even a life (laughs) well yeah and like uh you know before we keep going like yeah i appreciate you like taking the time out to do this because i know the nine to five job and then obviously your weekends are probably where you hone in more for apostle brew i would say or even trying to find time to be creative Mm, coming up with a new flavor because it's like oh man i gotta make a syrup tonight you know Mm. and that's what we think like all the syrups we have we made homemade really yeah the only thing is the purple extract that we use we didn't make that syrup's hard to make on on your own no no i mean i don't want to give our thing away no no no. No, you don't have to like no secrets surprisingly easy like okay let me give this okay we made caramel i was like i got it i want to learn how to make caramel caramel flavor caramel syrup okay I, said, I want to learn how to make this. I looked it up. I was like, I feel like an idiot. 
Okay. I said, I feel like I am this many days old. Huh. <laughs> Did you find something it out? Is the, he's like, when you think of caramel, you think it's this complex thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's burnt sugar, bro. Wait, really? That's no. It. You put sugar in a I, I kid you not. <laughs> try does it make when, me I, feel when I leave. Try it. Put it. Put a little bit of sugar in a pot. Okay. And just melt it. It's uh-huh. gonna turn brown. Uh-huh. That's caramel. Really? You you can Why add a little bit so of other different? things to it to make it taste a little bit better, a little bit different. Yeah. It's burnt sugar. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. The, the, I do feel days old now, like you said, because yeah. I honestly didn't know that. Yeah. And when I found that out, I was like, I'm an idiot. Why like, have I been living under this rock? Yeah, they make it sound so. So we uh, yeah. we um, shout out to Lucid because they helped us with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I bugged them so much about Flavors. asking them, well, how they did it, mm-hmm. and they were so helpful with sharing their stuff. Like, you know, most companies would be like, well, figure it out on your own, bro. This is this is my thing. Mm-hmm. But they like that's why I said we've been working with people that have just been gracious enough to just share information that we would never get anywhere else mm. you know and we're doing the Redlands same thing is big on that too and we're doing the same thing yeah we, like if anybody asks us we'll share what we can you know mm. i'm not going to give you my pricing breakdown but i'm going to let you know well, hey try this company this be yeah there's good. certain things you won't share but yeah yeah i get you but they're not asking that you know yeah. they're just asking how do you do this or how well, how does this go and we're you know if you guys are listening to this ask us dm mm. us and ask us if you want, you know, like we were talking to a roaster that is just starting out. Um, I think it's um, Future Proof. I'm totally going to blank on the name right now. Uh, they're a roaster based out of OC. Okay. Um, wow. And they hit us up. Dang. And they were like, hey, you know, we're a new roaster. Um, you know, we'd love to see if we could work with you. Hmm. Um, they wanted to send some samples over to us. And so we're like, yeah, sure. Go for it. Like, send hmm. us over. Like, and it took me about two weeks to drink <laughs> to try it to out. To try it out. Just because of just being busy. Mm. Um, that's another thing. It's just brewing coffee. And yeah. plus it's been hot. Like nobody wants to brew coffee when it's hot. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't envy my brother on that part. Yeah. When it's hot in there, dude. I'm sure you've been in there when he's roasting. Oh yeah, man. I get so hot. <laughs> and so they hit us up and they sent us over and we tried it. And then we just let them know like, Hey, this is what we thought about this. We liked this. We didn't like this. Uh, this mm. was different. Um, and then, so we were just talking and then I was like, you know, I was like, I thought it was a little dark hmm. for my taste, um, especially for this origin. Hmm. And they're like, you know, like, okay, thanks. So like, we really appreciate this. Like they weren't like standoffish. Yeah. They really wanted valid feedback. And I was like, and then I stopped and I was like, you know what? But if that's what you want to do with that. Mm-hmm. And they explained to me why they went darker roast. Oh, okay. Is because um, they're used to drinking um vietnamese style coffee oh and so i was like oh i was like there's your niche i said don't i said whatever you're doing do what you're doing Mm. i was like i'm just letting you know what my opinion was Mm. um but i understand what you're doing now because of your background gotcha i was like so they were like man that's like thank you so much like because that really like we were like hesitant and like thinking we're gonna change it all but you kind of just like stay true to yourself kind of thing like if that's what you like like nobody's gonna tell me not to make a new latte yeah. Like if nobody drinks it, whatever, mm-hmm. we're still going to offer it mm-hmm. because I know what we like and this is, this is us. You know? And I think that's huge too, is like not losing like your own style or in this case with this roaster, like mm-hmm. your own, you know, background and culture. Cause, um, I think a lot of people are more attracted to that compared yeah. to just having the normal everyday thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like 
there, I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of people that probably love that guy's coffee or that roaster's coffee, you know, because mm-hmm. just because it's darker. Yeah. You know, and, you know, even the cultural background, if he, you know, sells it on that point more, people are going to be attracted to that uh, just alone. Yeah. And I think it's <clears throat> it's coming down to like what we were trying to do with Apostle Roo. It's, mm-hmm. it's incorporating ourselves in a bottle. Yeah. How do we get that to you? And I think with the pop-ups and the lattes, it's definitely been something that we're working on to share that creative mm-hmm. side with us because I feel like this is our interpretation of a roaster. Mm-hmm. So yes, it is being creative on our end because we're giving it to you the way that we feel that is appropriate mm-hmm. for you to drink, but you're taking it home and interpreting that. Yeah. When we give you a latte bottle or a cup from our pop-up, mm-hmm. that's our interpretation of our creativeness and saying this is something that we've created organically from ourselves Mm. and i want you to try this and my favorite part of doing pop-ups is seeing someone drink it reaction and that that face that they make like "Ooh, i like this Mm. you know i had one guy it was a couple weeks ago he he tried to uh we did a shandies okay so it's cold brew lemonade and then whatever flavoring we use with it dang i didn't think that Um, was a thing oh yeah yeah lemonade Uh, yeah yeah Okay, I'll have to try that. I've never so even try this. It. Pour probably about that much cold brew, uh-huh. and then the rest lemonade. Oh damn! Oh, okay, I'll have to try it's that. It's so refreshing. It's like an that. Arnold Arnold Palmer, uh-huh. almost in a way. Okay, but it's coffee based. Nice. Um, but we did it, and then we actually created a uh, raspberry syrup. Mm. And so we were just like, "That's a good mixture." I just tried it out, and I was like, ah, "I'm gonna bring it with me." So I brought it with me, and I was like. I was sitting there. We were waiting because the <clears throat> event we were at, there was nobody there yet. So we were like, I'm going to make me a shandy. So I poured lavender, which is what I normally put in there. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to put this raspberry in there. So I put a little raspberry in there. Then put the lemonade in the cold brew. I was like, oh, man, this is good. You know? Mm. And so I just made that on a Something whim. on the spot. We sold out that day. Just for that drink or just, just the whole drink. booth? Wow. Just in that drink. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. We were out of lemonade. We almost sold out the complete booth. I was going to say, plus it was probably hot too, right? Yeah, so lemonade, yeah. that's perfect for hot weather. Yeah. And so that's what we do. Like we'll do lemonades and stuff like that because mm. there's a lot of people that bring their kids or bring yeah. people that don't drink coffee. So we want something to offer them. Mm. Uh, we don't want to be like, hey, tough luck, you know, mm. kind of thing. But um, but seeing that person's face when they drink it, they're like, ooh. Like he's like, ooh. <laughs> like it was so yeah. funny. He's like, ooh, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, that's good. I was like, that's what I live for. Like, that is like why we're doing this. Cause we want you to just be like, man, this is good. And like, just to see that face, mm. that's rewarding to us. That's, that's the love. Well, that's your love for it is, comes through with that reaction. It's like, all right, like we're doing, mm-hmm. we're doing something right here. Like, yeah. And we, we got it down. I think we take a lot of that from like our home thing. Like when we're making dinner or we're cooking things, I'll try to try this, try this. Mm. Like we're very like hands-on cooking, like. I'll walk off the grill and go give you a piece of meat. Try mm, this. Tell me what you think of it. You know what I mean? And that's just, I guess that's just the way we've been raised and the way that we lived and the, you know, we incorporate it into the business. I think that's smart though. Cause it, 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 it shows, um, you know, like a, a home quality, I guess you could yeah. say. And yeah, it's putting yourself out there. And, um, I think people respect that more nowadays with society compared to, you know, I don't want to get political or anything, but like, you know, big corporations basically yeah, get you it. in and out. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Everyone talks about that. Like, Oh, I like all the small stuff. Cause they, they well, you know, they care more. You I know, think even like that. for the future of Apostle Brew, we want to open up a shop. I mean, that's our long term. That'd be goal. great, dude. 
and I <clears> want <throat> that feeling. Because, yeah. you know, like the biggest thing that I can remember of where I proposed to Selena okay. on proposal number three <laughs> um, was at the old Augie's building. Oh, the red one? Mm-hmm. Yes. And this was when it was still red. Um, now it's something else, right? I don't yeah, remember. it's white now. Yeah. Um, but the deal was is that the reason that I proposed there okay. is because that's where we would go and hang out and just talk. Oh. And we spent hours <clears throat> there just talking. And so it was special to us. So that's why yeah. I was like, okay, we'll do it here. You know? I think it's um, And so the feeling that I want our shop to have is similar. I want people to be able to sit there for three hours and talk. You know, there's no cap on how long you can be here. Just, mm-hmm. just drink coffee and just it's a chill yourself. spot. Just enjoy yourself. You know, um, that's kind of the feeling I want. I want that home feeling. Like mm. I want to be able to go to a customer. And, hey, I just made this new drink. Tell me what you think about it. Just a little cup, you know, just here. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want that home feeling of the restaurants we've been to where they're, where they're just inviting their, their and you're connecting with your guests. You ever been to Howland Ray's? I have not. In Where's LA. It's oh. in LA. It's in Chinatown. Okay. Um, it's a hot chicken place. Hmm. Oh, Nashville hot chicken. It's, okay. it's amazing. It's, to try it. it's literally a, a four hour line to get Whoa. in there or to get your order in. Wow. The order, the line goes all the way out to the street Damn. and they're in a, at the other end of the commercial building. Mm-hmm. We waited four hours for it. Okay, cause that it was, says something. Because somebody said, "Oh, this is the best mm-hmm. hot chicken, Nashville hot chicken in L.A. You got to try it." So we went down. We went down on a Saturday. We waited in line. You know, I kid you not, it was worth every minute that Damn. we waited in line, and not because of the food. Okay, the food was great. Like, don't get me wrong, but the atmosphere that was inside that place mm. was captivating. We we sat there. They were like, hey, first thing they did, how you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? Like, the cooks are asking you that. They have their gloves on. They kind of want to know your story. They want to know who you are. And then they would bring, they just, you know, start talking to you. And he gives you, like, he comes by and brings us this waffle. And I said, well, we didn't order this. He goes, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, no, no. He's like, no, you did. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then he brings us something else. He's like, oh, you know, try this, try this. Tell me what you think of this. Like, that atmosphere of, just that's why you love it loving people and getting to know people hmm. is what we want to do you know when you come to our pop-ups we have music playing it's it's the thing we want everybody to stay hang out and chill hmm. like we got people that come to our pop-ups and buy three drinks in one setting oh damn because they just want to just hang out hmm. and just try everything on the menu that's another thing is like when we create a menu hmm. i want people to be like oh i don't know what i want Cause there's so much stuff that I want. Mm. I want this. I want this. I want this. And they're like, Oh, you know, so they just buy it all. So they just point. like, Oh, I'm going to come back. I'll, I'll buy another drink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like last night we went to Muskoy. Okay. And there's a whole little like food vendor thing there. And I told Selena, I said, okay, look, we're just going to buy one or two of everything that we go to. Don't <laughs> overdo it because we're going to be so full of that. The one, mm. and we're not going to want to try everything. We had, pupusas at one place mm. we went down and had tacos at another place we went and had uh <clears throat> ceviche at this one booth Ooh, and then ceviche. we went and got tacos at another place but we just kept it small so it's like i want that feeling in With one spot place. it's just like i want to try everything mm. you know i even thought about doing smaller cups just to even help like people bring it back yeah 
but you know that's just kind of like the, the things that we're thinking of like the atmosphere that we want and i want it to be a place that people just you know i want it to be a staple mm-hmm. you know i don't just want to be a, a mo- like a, a like i don't know if monument is like the right word but like, like a place that the city knows that yeah like, this is where you go when you want to have something great mm-hmm. and you want a great experience yeah you know because that's what we love about coffee shops is drinking coffee and sitting there and enjoying yourself. Yeah. Talking to someone, having a business meeting and just having a business meeting in a place that's not like super formal. Yeah. You know, um, and just being able to experience and then being able to incorporate the cultures that we love. That's awesome, man. I, I love that. Cause yeah, like we said, uh, yeah, all the other, you know, like bigger coffee shops, it's just like get in and get out. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know if you've ever like, so I know we talked about Augie's and, um, mm-hmm. you know, I know Augie's really isn't around anymore, but that's a whole another story. But, yeah. uh, I, I never liked their, uh, shop that they put in next to Sprouts. Yeah. It was a little it, different. Yeah. I never liked it. It was white. Uh, me and my brother talked about it. We, we thought it was like a medical building. Like I was going <laughs> to the doctor. Like I just wanted to get in, like, get out. I didn't want to be there. Uh-huh. Um, and it was totally different compared to what they did, you know, with their other shops. So I, mm-hmm. I thought it was, in my opinion, I was like, ah, it's kind of like a disaster shop. I was like, yeah. I didn't like it. I kind of got that feeling from it, but I also <clears throat> felt that way at the Riverside one. Yes. But Riverside grew yes. on me. So yeah. I think it's just a, your mental interpretation of mm-hmm. the original one. Yeah. Well, the original one, it, it was just. It's it, darker. You, you couldn't put words on it. It was just, it was so different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I think that's what it is. It's just your mental, like, this isn't Augie's. Yeah. It's bright. Yeah. It's not, you know. Yeah, I just dim. wanted to get in and get out. Yeah, like, you know. It was just, no, nah, I'm done. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, tile or lighting yeah. affects your feelings it does. towards something. That's why casinos are dark. Because, yeah. well, obviously, they want to keep you there for other reasons. But, yeah, it's yeah. just a different vibe. Yeah. I, I didn't like it as much. So, I think your idea for your own shop, that. Uh, you know, connecting with an individual, that's that'll be a moneymaker, I think, in my opinion, because people yeah. don't do that nowadays. Mm. It's just not how businesses usually work. Like, yeah, it's all about you know how much money can I make in a day, get more customers in and out as fast as possible, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, I think that I just gotta, I get caught up in that whole thing. Like, it's not about the money, but it's like, no, that's how we pay the bills, you know. But you gotta it, balance it. Yeah, I and mean, that's what I want to do. And we've had. You know, like I said, we've had great people that we work with that show us how to do that. And there's a way of doing that. It's kind of like the uh, the mentality of hand open mentality. Mm-hmm. My hands never close to you. But my hands also never, you know, it's always open to you. So mm-hmm. take and give, take yeah. and give. And I think if we continue that philosophy, philosophy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> philosophy, I get you. philosophy in our, in our business model, I mean, I, I don't see any reason why we would not su- succeed with that because you know we're just trying to make sure that we're helping everybody and you know see if that reciprocates back to us you know and if it doesn't that's great you know but we don't want to be the people that are i don't want a possible brew to ever be that snobby shop mm. that doesn't want to help anybody yeah or doesn't want to i don't know. go back to those shops like even if they do have great coffee and mm-hmm. it's like um, yeah, it's just the atmosphere. I, I don't want to go back if I don't feel like welcomed, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. You know? and, th- and that's the thing. Like we, especially with ours, like 
we have people that show up and I have had two people, two <clears throat> customers that say, I don't like coffee. Wow. And I take that as a challenge. Uh, and I said, just let me make you a drink. Okay. I said, you don't even have to pay for it. Just let me make you a drink. Oh, that I'm already interested in that already free. So that's like a magic I, word. I measured it out to where, cause we do it with people who don't like coffee. We mm. know how much coffee to usually give them. Okay. And I said, try this now. It's more milk than anything, but it's an avenue. Mm-hmm. Into, again, I was like, trust door. me. I was like, because that's how I got into coffee. So it kind of like, like, oh, you don't like coffee? Let me show you you can like coffee. I didn't used to like coffee, and now I have a business. That's basically what you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, you just have to have the right one. Mm-hmm. You know, once you find the right, the right taste, the right avenue, it's going to get you in there. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're going to be at that point where you're like, you want to try a little bit of everything now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll admit, even for myself, I was never um like just straight black coffee and stuff like that it never made sense to me i didn't like the flavor mm-hmm. so i always did like mix and i was uh like some people too uh like you just described where i was like it was more milk than coffee right yeah. I, I liked the little bit of flavor coffee but um now it's totally different I, w- I would do less of all the other ingredients and more of like what the coffee tastes like and i think that's just because um times have changed and, and now well you know with my brother coffee's kind of just in the family all the time yeah you know? so yeah. It, it it's changed my palate mm-hmm. so it's probably similar to some of your guests yeah they start with milk essentially and then they move on from yeah. there and like yourself you know moving from <laughs> not liking coffee at all to this yeah that's quite yeah. the avenue most people probably wouldn't expect you to say that yeah most people probably like, oh you've probably loved coffee your entire life yeah and, and that's the thing it's like why why front it i just yeah. i didn't like coffee and now i love it that's so and funny. Now I'm, now I'm making coffee. Yeah. And like I said, you show up to our pop-up and say you don't like coffee and you want something else. I'm going to take that as a challenge to make sure that you love coffee and that you love our product. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you know, um, yeah, I'm, uh, not to sound cliche or, or sappy, but man, dude, I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome to like see where where you started is the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the what is the cliche term they use? The uh, Bill Gates or the Amazon guy, you know, in, starting in a garage or no, starting garage is Apple, I think. But yeah. essentially, yeah, watching you start to where you're at now, that's really big growth in Thanks, a short man. amount of time. Thanks. So when it comes to growth, you know, what what is what does success mean to you? Just in, I, if you really wanted to break it down, like what does success mean to you, like in a personal standpoint and a business standpoint? Because they're totally two different avenues. You know? Yeah, I. I think that I think they go hand in hand. As much as they don't, they do. Hmm. You know, because if you're not happy with what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're not going to be happy with the business. And if the business isn't doing well, you're not going to be happy. Hmm. You're going to be stressed out. And that's just the things that I've kind of learned with this. You know, like I said, thank God that we're not surviving off of Apostle Brew right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's doing well, but it's not enough to. Yeah. I can't quit my job yet. You know, um, the goal is to eventually get it there to where I don't have to work my mm. nine to five job. It's all coffee. You know, I just want it to be all coffee, but I'm not there yet, you know, and that's okay. Um, I think you were saying success. Mm. I want to be happy. I just want to be, I want to go into work and not to say that there's not going to be days that I'm just like, oh, I don't want to go to work. Mm. 
Trust me. It doesn't matter what job you're working, you're going to feel that way. There's always bad days. Yeah. You're always going to get up at one point in time and just feel, "Mm, I don't feel like going to work today. Mm -hmm. Being a business owner, you may make that decision. I'm just not going to come in today. You know, but, and then there's other days that like being a business owner, you're going to be like, I got to get up and do this. I don't care if I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. The business needs to get going. You have no choice. You have no choice in doing it. Yeah. Um, So I think it's just as long as I have that moment of just, I just want to be able to say, "Mm, that's good. Mm -hmm. And if I can still keep saying that, I think personally, I'll feel like I'm being successful. Mm. And on a business standpoint, as long as we're making enough to, you know, support the business, keep the business healthy Mm -hmm. and always make sure that we have enough to give. I think that's a success for us. I'm not looking to drive a Lamborghini. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the mentality too for too many people when they start a business is mm-hmm. like they think about that. Like, how I, can I look in the future? I care more about the legacy of Apostle Brew than mm-hmm. I do the actual financial. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to say, you know, having that <laughs> staple in a city, mm-hmm. whether it's Redlands or we go to Calamesa or Yucaipa or anywhere else that we're looking at, mm-hmm. you know, I think that if people can say that's a great coffee shop, that's, that's a huge. great business. That's a great place. That's success to me. Mm. I, I care more about that than I do the money, you know? And I think honestly with the mentality like that, I, I've always heard that is that when you start with something like that, I think the money just comes naturally because mm-hmm. of what, you're doing and like um, being the staple and all that. I think it just comes naturally when you do money first in your mind before mm-hmm. like the story and like how everything is built. Right. Then I think you crumble. I think it goes the opposite way. Yeah. So I think having, you know, the story and your mindset now, I think the money's just going to come naturally. Yeah. You should take care of the people. Everything <clears throat> else follows, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. same thing with employees. Like I'm like, man, if we have employees like, Oh, man, your first employee, that would be interesting. Whew. You know, but I'm like, you know, it's a challenge, but, you know. Yeah. I'm going to try and do it as much as I can, Vietnamese donut shop, as much as I can. Because those do. What, what do you mean? So there's a donut shop in, in Redlands. Okay. Uh, and they're owned by Vietnamese people. Mm. And they are family owned. And it's family run. Ooh. They have no other employees. Mm. They don't take any other days off. Mm. They don't take any holidays. You're sick. Oh, well. You know, kind You're of going thing. to work, yeah, yeah. And the dude is up there at three o'clock in the morning, getting his donuts ready mm. so he can open at five. And they close at two, mm. and then they do it all again every day. Man, I wouldn't want to wake up that early just to make that's donuts, the, but I get that's it. The mentality of it, mm. you know, but it's the grind. Mm. You know, I always see that little thing. You ever see the memes? It's like. It's like uh, SpongeBob getting out of the chair. He's like, "All right, let's make this bread." Kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. like here we go again. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. let's make this bread. Like, but that's mm. the literally the mentality when you don't feel like doing it. Mm. You got to tell yourself, "Yeah, let's get up and do this." Especially when it is only you, you know, and it's yeah. just you and your wife. So, yeah, for this thing to keep going, you guys have to put in the time. You can't yeah. really have a day off. I guess you could say, yeah. you know. It's like crazy, like uh, taking a day, a week off. We we mentally prepared ourselves and we're just like, okay, we're going to take a week off on our anniversary week just because mm-hmm. I don't want to stress on anything. 
That's a first. I don't think we've taken any days off since then. And I think that's I think that's smart because honestly, um, it, it seems like with businesses and this whole craze of being an entrepreneur, you know, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot of people who are uh, like big time entrepreneurs when they're selling something, they always talk about, you know, I never take a day off, never take an hour off. But I think you need to take time off to mentally you know, uh, feel better about yourself, kind of retool, maybe new ideas come to your head because you've kind of, you, you've kind of just stopped Mm -hmm. for a moment. So I think taking, you know, this week off that you're talking about for your anniversary, I think that's just a mental health break that I think that's smart. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, we're big on boundaries. There, there are boundaries in the Mm -hmm. business and there are things that we like, we knew we could do a pop-up this month. Mm Mm-hmm. But we are like, okay, what's the cost of that? Mm. Like, not financially. Mm. What's the cost mentally for us? Because mm. we are slammed every week, this this week, this month. That's good, but also, yeah, yeah. And it's not, and it's not even just business too. Mm. So like, we haven't, we don't have any pop ups lined up this month mm. because we just simply don't have the time, and we have family stuff going on. Um, you know, just priorities that we have. And so we were just like, okay, we're not going to do a pop-up this month. Mm. Just, it's not feasible. And I don't want to stress this out even more. And stretch yourself too far to where stuff suffers. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, we're still balancing our personal lives Mm. and trying to say, okay, well, family's a little bit more important than a pop-up. So Mm. we'll do one next month. There you go. You know what I mean? And it's that balance of saying, I'm going to allow... I'm going to allow myself to just take time Mm -hmm. and it's not always, you know, it's not about the money for the pop-ups for us Mm -hmm. that comes with it, but it's about the, you know, the people, Mm -hmm. getting new people. So we're like, you know, we're sad we're losing that, but you know. Yeah. And you also want to be fresh for like your customers. Yeah. Because if you're having a bad day, because like you haven't had a day off or something like sometimes I just like naturally even without thinking about it, it just like pours over into yeah. like your business or for or your pop-up whatever you're doing that day and like people can tell like oh like this guy's not really into it today or whatever yeah you know especially especially like a returning customer right mm-hmm. that knows you maybe personally because like there have been other pop-ups um and if you know someone at that level now you, you know a personality you yeah know? so they can always tell like oh, okay this dude's burnt out so it's like all right yeah. So I think that's important that you guys are taking that. I think it's smart. I, I wish more people did that, but they never preach that. They they always yeah. say the opposite. <laughs> it's it's working till you die, and yeah, I don't, you know you don't want to do that. At the end of the day, it's just it's just being water, bro. <laughs> you know, we'll make yeah. it another day. I get you. Well, man, that's awesome. I'm I'm excited to see where this keeps going, and I uh, I do appreciate the coffee honestly, and these Thanks. mixed ones. That'll be awesome when they come out to market because these ones, the ones you brought today, aren't mm-hmm. on market yet, right? No, no, no. Yeah. Um, I we're still playing around with the idea, mm-hmm. um, of how we're gonna do premix. I don't know how many flavors we're gonna put out. Hmm. I think the first batch we're only gonna do one. This is a good start, just, just to see how it goes, um, and then maybe offer two. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a lot of work to get a whole lineup. Mm-hmm. And then, especially if there's a pre-order, because these are all, it's all based on pre-orders. Yeah. So the, our, our thing is we take pre-orders mm. so we don't overbuy mm. and then we're stuck with 
stuff that leftovers we that we can't get rid of and we're losing money on that so that's kind of why we do pre-orders i know it's kind of a hassle hmm. i mean if we did this full time then i'd probably just make them weekly and just say hey i got this I'm trying that's to future though Change yeah it in you the know future. but um you know we'll just see how it goes i think the future of apostle brew won't just be cold brew hmm. um that's exciting i, I know what i know we'll we we I know we can make more than just cold brew. Mm. Um, we just don't have the equipment to do it. And so I think this is just an avenue into getting us there. Um, this is your start. But I think cold brew is definitely going to have a special place in our heart. Oh, definitely. Especially when we open up a shop. Definitely. Um, of just, you know, this is going to be our baby. You know, Especially from the people that like knew you from the beginning and where you started like yeah um especially growing the business forward even with other customers like they're yeah you're going to be known for your cold because that's how you started and then you branch out into other things yeah yeah so yeah and, it, and for me like i said earlier it's convenience like i, I like it in a bottle like you yeah know? so i think it's smart cool. and purple uh pur- purple no Purple Rain. Purple rain. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say after that, but this one, definitely my favorite of the day. And, cool, man. And the color is attractive, even though some people might stray away from it. The no. purple, I love that. I've never seen purple coffee, so there I love you that. Go. But, hey, man. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on the show, dude. And honestly, I'm excited to see where Apostle goes next. And Thanks. I'm definitely going to have to come up to uh, one of your pop-ups uh, if uh, they're local. Not LAOC, but, yeah. yeah. Especially if you have one that uh, amend and revise. Yeah, so yeah. I know you guys are always doing one there. I know. We've been meaning to go back and um, do another pop-up there. It's just we we're just super blessed to have a bunch of people just offer spots to us because we don't have our own spot. That's great. Like my barber even asked if we wanted to do one there. Really? So that's going to probably be our next spot. Oh, that's awesome. Um, is it a barber shop? <laughs> Hey, that's okay, man. But, I guarantee you all the people waiting for their appointments are just coming to walk. They're going to buy coffee. Yeah, yeah. I would. If so, I'm waiting there and it's there, I'm Yeah, so it. we're super excited to, to do that. We just have to find the time for it. Um, but yeah, man, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, man. I'm excited about your podcast. And thank you. It's I appreciate cool. it. It's um, still a baby, but yeah. Hey, man. So we're on the same boat when it comes to that. Everything baby. starts off small. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Um, I'm hoping... I'm hoping this episode and just future episodes, I'm hoping that uh, it helps inspire people. That's mm-hmm. one of the biggest reasons I wanted to bring you on was small business. I don't think I don't think they get enough recognition, you know, mm-hmm. and when it comes to uh, social, you know, um, presence, I guess you could say. But And I love coffee, so I mean, can't, I can't <laughs> lie about that. But yeah, well, I'll, uh, we'll have to bring you back on when... Uh, Things get even bigger for Apostle, especially yeah. if you have a shop. We got to bring that back on. I'm always curious to see. <laughs> I, I tell that to all my guests, like, you know, compared to what they're doing now, I'm like, yeah, in the future, I want to see, like, where you're at. I mm. want to see how things have changed, you know, and, and even if it's bad or good. But hopefully, you know, for everybody who's been on the show, hopefully it's good. Yeah. So, same same with you. Sweet, man. Thanks. Yeah, man. Well, um, if you want to do any shout out for your, your uh, company, pop ups, or anything, you can. Um, it's yeah, really up to you. I mean, Everybody's just different. jump on um, our Instagram handle at Apostle Brew Coffee, um, or it's just at Apostle Brew. Um, you can check us out. We are always posting on what roast we're brewing that week, uh, what roaster we're working on. Uh, we take order pre orders from Wednesday to Friday every week, and then on Mondays, we do local deliveries for here in the Inland Empire. Um, so if you're within 
30 miles of Redlands. Uh, we'll deliver it to your doorstep and have a coffee ready for you. If not, we can always ship it to you. Um, we just do a flat rate shipping. It's nine bucks for however many bottles you want. Oh, damn, that's nice. Yeah. So we just kept it real simple with that. If you order 10 bottles, you only pay $9 for the shipping. Um, and we'll ship anywhere. We've shipped all the way over to Tennessee, oh, uh, Texas, uh, Oregon. Uh, those are some of the states that we've been shipping to lately. I even had one for Hawaii that wanted to order one. Um, so That's cool. We do offer shipping. Um, and that's it. We don't have any pop-ups coming up next. But if you check out our uh, Instagram, we are always posting when we're going to have them. So just keep up to date with us on that. And then we do have a website um, along with all of our merch that we have. Um, I don't think we, we talked about the merch before, but talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We, so we have merch, um, shirts, hats, cups and stuff like that. Um, we're doing our merch in seasons. So right Mm -hmm. now we're on season one of our merch. Um, so once that's done, the season's done, we'll get rid of all the merch that we had and then put new merch on for season two. Um, so it's constantly evolving and changing. So you get to see a little of our creative side on that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, like the cold brew summer stuff is going to be going away because summer is obviously ending not for California right now, but you know, when yeah, California summer is over, done. yeah, when California summer is over, we'll get rid of the cold brew summer stuff. Um, that's what we were calling our pop-ups in the summertime. Makes me think of hot girls. <laughs> that's exactly where I got that from. <laughs> it makes me think because everyone, every girl's always posting about the hot girl summer. So yeah. cold brew summer, that's great. Cold brew summer. Hey, it's a great niche. Yeah. I like it. And so, Same page. um, yeah, so when we do a pop up, we'll announce it. But you know, you can check us out on Instagram. Just DM us. Like I said, if anybody's listening to this that wants to start a business that needs a little bit more information, feel free to ask us. I mean, we'll get back to you as, as soon as we can and share what we have. I mean, you know, no gatekeeping, as Selena likes to say. Um, I get you. You know, no gatekeeping here. So we just want to share everything that we have. There you go, guys. That's uh, Ray Munoz and his wife, uh, Selena, who uh, owns Apostle Brew. So thank you for tuning in to your adventure podcast. And remember that life is an adventure, so make sure you live it on your own terms. We'll see you next episode. Later. You've been listening to Your Adventure Podcast with Dustin Emery. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this podcast. And we hope that you've been truly inspired and motivated. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at Your Adventure Podcast. Until next time, this is Your Adventure Podcast signing off. <laughs>